Welcome to the Intention Bar Podcast. I am your host, Isla, and I am the founder of the world's first online research-backed spiritual gym called Open Bar. I have been studying manifestation and spirituality since early childhood and have, over the decades, developed a mammoth body of research, a community of tens of thousands of members, and I have also developed this research into some of the most cutting-edge tools, exercises, and teachings on the market to take the guesswork out of your spirituality and manifestation practice. This show is designed to delve into the deeper and more complex aspects of your spiritual practice, and my goal with every episode is, frankly, to cut straight through the fluff and dive into the deeper mechanics of manifestation, including understanding how to navigate this human life cycle while making the complex and nuanced science of energetics more digestible and applicable to your everyday life. My intention with every episode is to respect the time that you invest with me by providing you with the most informative and mind-blowing show that completely reorients your perspective, gets you back into alignment, provides you with the tools you need to apply this information, and finally makes you go, wow, I have never heard that before and it is life-changing. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd encourage you to check out Open Bar, our online research-backed manifestation gym that offers all of the guided visualizations, self-development workshops, manifestation exercises, and so much more that are often mentioned throughout our show. You are also eligible for a free manifestation exercise if you rate and review this podcast and then screenshot the review and DM it to us on Instagram at The Intention Bar. A team member will email you a free manifestation exercise within 24 hours as a thank you. I hope that you enjoy this diligently researched and lovingly developed episode. Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) It is my absolute pleasure to be back with our community for this New Year's Clean Slate episode. I have missed you guys so much. I can't even tell you how glad I am to be back at work. We have made it to a second season of the show, which means obviously the first season did really well, far better than I was anticipating. So I would love to begin by thanking everyone for investing their precious time with us last season. This season will be even better, even bigger. I have so much more to throw at this and I am just getting started. You know, I've had this company for three years and I really feel like I'm just getting started. I also want to start by thanking this community for your support during the hardest season of my life yet. And I've been mentally preparing myself for how I want to talk about this in this episode um, because I thought it would probably be very strange if I didn't mention it at all and that was tempting because it is a lot easier for me to stay focused when I don't talk about it Um, but I'm going to really try to hold my composure. Uh, In case you didn't know, uh, I lost my mother in late October. I'm going to try to stay really poised while I talk about it, um, or at least I'm going to try to. Mostly, I'm doing really well. I want to say that first and foremost, I'm doing really, really well considering the circumstances, but it is something that I'm processing on my own and with my family, but I did want to say that I, I am doing okay. And also what I will say is that my mother was the most 
precious gift I have been given in this life cycle so far. We have always been incredibly close. You know, we spoke several times a day. I would even drive out of the city to spend a day or two with her every single week. So this loss has been incomprehensible. Uh, The reason I want to mention it isn't because I want to deep dive into our relationship or mine or my family's pain, but because I want to thank her. I, I have been able to provide such a high output of teachings and tools and support to this company and community because I have been loved so unconditionally and supported so fully by her uh, as well as other people in my life. Uh, She has supported my research, my pursuit of the meaning of life so completely that I was able to deliver the highest quality work and research without ever stifling my creativity with that, you know, parentally imposed self-doubt so many people Uh, do experience. So my mother has always believed in me and trusted me. I can't say I ever felt judged by her. I can't feel I ever felt, can't say I ever felt uh, questioned by her. Um, She never imposed shame onto me. She has always celebrated everything I do, even when it wasn't a lot. And I think that's what's made me be able to stand up and bet on myself and dive into my life's work. And that has in turn helped thousands of people. So I just want to thank her on behalf of this community because everyone I have helped or taught or inspired is because she first helped and taught and inspired me. So my mother has had a hand in everyone's self-development in this community. And for that and many other reasons, we are all forever grateful to you, mom. Uh, I also want to mention, because I think it's important to understand how important human suffering is and how it plays into our development and how I don't reject my suffering or that this unthinkable thing has happened to my family. You know, this kind of loss is unfortunately a crucial part of our experience and I've been doing really well you know in thanks in large part to this work this is to reinforce something that I've been saying to you guys for years which is that manifestation and spirituality are amazing amazing but they are not get out of jail free cards and and thank goodness they're not You know, they're not a get-out-of-jail-free card for the human experience. And that human experience includes transition and pain and loss and suffering. But there is a beautiful caveat to that. And that is that if we are doing our self-work, these inevitable periods of suffering are made so much lighter. (laughs) So much lighter. So much less destructive and will always evolve into the greatest experiences of our lives. We don't manifest to bypass the human experience. We manifest, we practice spirituality, not just to access all of the incredible magical experiences this human life has to offer, sure, uh, but also so that we are so well equipped to navigate through our challenges that we don't stay stuck in them for longer than we need to. And we can, in fact, catalyze that pain into our next greatest version of ourselves because that suffering is an imperative ingredient 
absolutely necessary to make the next version of ourselves a version who can hold a higher level of our manifestation. I also want to thank everyone here for their support. I have dedicated my life to supporting others. I think that's one of the most important parts of this human experience. And I was pretty overwhelmed in the best way possible by how a lot of you reached out to me to say things like, take as much time as you need to process this. We'll be here when you're back waiting. We will be logging into Open Bar. We will be uh, re-listening to the podcast episodes. We will be keeping you in our prayers. And and so many messages that just said, I love you. You know, that reaction really just about knocked me over in gratitude. So I wanted to thank you all for that. It was scary taking time off. I don't think I've ever taken that amount of time off. It was a couple of months with no work at all. No posting on socials. When you own your own business and you're going through such a tremendous loss, you bet it's terrifying to just put the pen down and not work for a couple of months. It's like, how much is my business going to disappear and diminish while I grieve? You know, I I absolutely cannot create from this space. I have to process this and reorient myself. I have to grieve my mother who I will never not miss, but right now I need to process that this has happened because my brain doesn't believe it yet. And I needed that time to be taken care of and to try to move the grief through my body and to just, you know, deal with it. And and honestly, to protect and take care of my family as well. So it was time that was absolutely crucial in my life because if you if I had skipped through that time and just gotten right back to work I don't know what the consequence of that would have been in you know the the repressed pain later on so I I listened to my body and my heart and what it needed and what it needed was time and I feel like I can give you guys so much more now like I feel like I have so much more to give you and I can do my job properly and I can create from the space I'm in right now but of course to take that space was like maybe one of the scarier things I've ever done in my life like just to not work for like two and a half months as an adult like that's fucking terrifying and to know you guys were supporting open bar you were doing all of the work in open bar you were re-listening to the podcast like you guys were still supporting my business without anything in return for two months you know and open bar usually gets new content at the beginning of every month it it has enough content that it was fine that it didn't get new content every month like let's be real you can do a guided visualization a million times and there's so many in there and there's so many manifestation exercises and they are meant to be repeated it's like if a gym didn't get a new piece of equipment for 2 months no one would freak out right like you still have everything you need there but i still just want to say it meant so much to me how supported i was by you guys and Um, I don't know if I can ever truly thank you in any way that's meaningful other than to just give you really incredible content and to reassure you that I used that time to really reorient myself in a way that I now can give you all the great stuff you've always loved about this company and this community and and that I can confidently and and very happily assure you I am up to task again and I can I can work now so thank you for that time and thank you for standing by me during that time 
With that in mind, I would like to kick off this new season of the Intention Bar podcast by saying that I'm better, I'm stronger, I know more now, I have been to the depths of my own suffering and pain and I've learned things there, I have been holding my head up under impossible circumstances, I have been practicing what I have taught here. And it is what I attribute to surviving this all so far, (laughs) too. So, you know, I I would like to focus my line of sight now that we've discussed the elephant in the room on this new year and what I've created for you guys for it. So for the new year, I have created the most beautiful and powerful manifestation exercise for you to enjoy. It can be found within our manifestation membership, which is called Open Bar. Open Bar, sometimes I refer to it as a spiritual gym. Sometimes I refer to it as a manifestation membership or a manifestation gym, but it's it's always called Open Bar. That's always what I'm referring to. Now, we're going to get into the teaching, but I just wanted to first say this exercise is called Clean Slate. And it's meant not just necessarily for the new year, but I created it with consideration for every time you feel like you need to pause, to return to yourself, touch grass, reorient back towards your manifestations, your spiritual development. And that's also where I would very much so like to begin today's teaching. So there's a very common problem in people's manifestation practice, their spiritual practice, and it's that doubt. It's that falling off of the wagon of their consistency. It's uh, typically understood to start with that doubt of like, I'm really excited about my manifestation, but now all of a sudden the doubts are creeping in, the fear stories are creeping in, and we're just going to really expand upon that today, which I'm excited for. We're also going to talk about what are some things you can do about that. And of course, those will all have accompanying tools within Open Bar because you know we don't just talk about a problem here, we solve them. So the cycle most people get trapped in while creating their dreams is they start the cycle off. This is where I think the cycle starts. Very inspired they're very motivated you know maybe they've listened to the right podcast or they've learned something exciting enough to snap them out of their catatonic state you know whatever that positive trigger is they begin again they dive back into the work they have momentum now so they're throwing their elbow into it you know and and then that causes them to do something like join our spiritual gym where they promise to do their guided visualizations, uh, you know, also known as meditations, every single day. They're enjoying the manifestation exercises. They're listening to this podcast or similar on their walks. They're really focused on sustaining that initial feeling of alignment, that moment where they've gone, holy shit, I can see again. The veil is lifted from my eyes. I remember that I'm an infinite soul in a biological body. I remember that I'm one with source. I can create in the non-material dimension and it will materialize in the physical dimension. I get 
that we're all one. I get that my soul cannot die. And I simply inhabited this physical vehicle in order to smell spring and play with a puppy and experience independence and hear my favorite song for the first time. And I can do this because I know now, I remember now, I'm literally meant for my dreams. I understand now that they're inevitable. And I, and I also even understand that the obstacles between me and my dreams are nothing. And if they're anything, they're helpful because they were planted here especially for me to learn how to overcome because they each contain a tool or a lesson or a piece of information that will allow me to better hold on to my manifestations when I get out of my own way and begin experiencing them, right? They're at this absolute high. And then they go to a family function. (laughs) Or then they go to work. Or then they see a triggering Instagram post. And slowly that high, that alignment, that bubble of truth is popped. And you feel as though you're being dragged by your ankles back into the denseness of everyday life in a capitalist society. And it brings you back to the dark side because you've been conditioned to be brought back to the dark side by your upbringing, by the media, and so on and so forth. So then you go, what the fuck? I was doing so well just a couple of days ago. I want to go back to that. I want to believe again. I want to know what I knew so clearly a few days ago. I want to know my desires are possible. But right now, they feel impossible. Right now, it feels silly. And that's really the cycle that we're trying to break in this work. Like, did I not just sum up everyone's experience with their spiritual practice, right? Like, you get this high of remembering and then you're brought back down by, you know, I wouldn't say reality because I would say the the former is the reality and the latter is the illusion. But you understand my point. You get brought back down to this planet and how we are taught to perceive things here. And I wanted to create a manifestation exercise for this exact moment. So that's what I did. And that's, you know, my gift to you in open bar for this new year. That's the new content we're going to be using for this next month, which I'm really excited about. But we're going to talk about this moment today and how to interrupt it and navigate it before we descend back into the denseness, before we dive back into the fear spiral. So this part's going to get a little bit heavy, so feel free to listen to this episode as many times as you need to. Um, You can look at the timestamp right now so that you know (laughs) what part to start at, because this is where it's going to start to get a bit heavy, just for a minute. I want to begin with this concept of density. The most defining characteristic of a dimension, right? We're always talking about dimensions in spirituality. You'll hear people talking about, you know, creating in the fifth dimension to experience in the third dimension, or we talk about the 3D, which is our 3D reality. That's we're in the third dimension on this physical plane, you know, on this planet Earth. There's all these dimensions. There's a lot of dimension talk, right? But let's talk about that a little bit. The most defining characteristic of a dimension is its density. So when we're talking about the lower dimensions, all that's happening is we're getting denser and denser and denser as we're going. And as we're moving up through dimensions, we're getting lighter and lighter and lighter and less 
dense and planet earth is understood by most spiritual practitioners to be a very dense place right and and that denseness shows up as conditioning as fear and more than anything as ego so i've always sort of associated ego with denseness in a in a denser dimension the ego seems to feel realer right so ego and denseness go hand in hand and then what differentiates dimensions tends to be the density of them. So for example, when you're getting into a meditation in open bar, the whole process of the induction, which is the that beginning part, that introduction where I'm trying to slow your brainwave state uh, and reconnect you with the field of oneness, that's just a process of shaking off some of that density, getting lighter and lighter as you let go of the weight of your fear, of your conditioning, and so on, right? And and we could take this even further. Part of our reincarnation cycle is thought and often confirmed in NDE research to concern itself with density. Because if your soul's objective is to ascend through lighter densities, because here's the thing, the efficacy of the ego is diminished in higher dimensions with less density. So if we're reincarnating, we're trying to slough off that denseness. We're trying to overcome our ego. We're trying to lean more into love and soul. We'll get back to that in a second, but just to keep that thought nice and clean and all together. But let's think about this. Like your ego is not a bad thing, but here on earth, the ego tends to be the root of all of our issues, right? Everything comes out of two things. I say this a lot in the earlier teachings, which can be found in the earlier episodes. Uh, Everything comes out of two things, either love or fear, either soul or ego. Love and soul being the same thing, fear and ego being the same thing. So your ego, which like I've said, is not a bad thing, but on earth, that is really the ego really is the root of all of our issues it's where your fear stories come from it's your ego that the greed is attempting to placate so it makes sense if we're following this line of reasoning that ego and fear are incredibly potent on this planet that is understood to be as i said quite dense Now, density and ego also, like I said, go hand in hand. As you lead from love and soul, as you're kind, as you're compassionate, as you accept yourself, you become lighter and brighter. You're able to access that beautiful feeling of alignment, of truth, of realization. I often say our main goal in this human life is the practice of getting out of ego and fear and into soul and love. So as we reincarnate, as we attempt to evolve through our incarnations, we're really attempting to bring more love and soul to this denser plane or perhaps in spite of it, right? We're also not just bringing, uh, we're we're not just ourselves trying to become less fear-based, but we're also trying to help others transition from fear and into love because once we do, we can ascend to these higher and nicer dimensions, uh, the same dimensions that were described in great detail in our near-death experience episodes. So we essentially want to ascend to these higher and nicer dimensions. And I think this is this is 
pure speculation, but I think based on, you know, my decades of research, I can fairly assume, you know, I can't, I can't confirm, but I can fairly assume for myself, it's because we don't want to bring that density with us to those higher dimensions, or maybe we can't bring it, or maybe we can't exist with that density in those places. So the only way to gain access to them is to have sloughed it off. So our goal is to be able to live in a higher state of consciousness, a less dense state as we move through our life cycles. Now a sidebar here that's important is that from this state of love and soul that our tools in open bar help you achieve, you're able to understand the truth of the universe because you're less separate from source. And the closer you are to source, to universe, to God, to the unified field of oneness, the more you get that feeling of alignment and momentum and inspiration we were talking about at the beginning of the the cycle we've been talking about today. That, that feeling of, oh shit, I remember now. Wow, manifestation is like a hundred thousand percent real. I I remember that of course I'm an immortal soul. Of course I came here to experience great and beautiful things. Just a quick interruption to keep you up to speed on our tools and how you can use them to build your dream life. We here at Intention Bar are spiritual tool developers. We believe that it is our mission to uplift you with life-changing information as well as arm you with research-backed tools to help you navigate your journey. We've had hundreds of people manifest their entire dream lives, not just a thing or two on their list, their whole dream lives using our tools and being part of our community. If you're brand new here and you want a sample of the tools, then the ultimate manifestation pack is for you. It is $35. It comes with five of our guided visualizations as well as a manifestation lesson that you get to keep for life. If you are ready to dive a little deeper, we recommend the world's first manifestation gym that we call the Open Bar Manifestation Membership or Open Bar for short. It's $22 a month and for that price, you get access to our full bank of guided visualizations, including but not limited to our walkers, our sleepers, our active manifestation visualizations, our energetic recalibrations, full moon, new moon, fear story dismantlers, our quick five minute on the go visualizations. And that's really just the start of what you get at this gym. On top of that, you're going to get access to all of our self-development workshops, all of our research-backed manifestation exercises, our morning foundations, which you just press play as soon as you wake up while you're still in that sleepy brainwave state, and we set you on a trajectory for success and happiness and easing of anxiety for your day. So much more. That's really just the beginning. If you are looking for one-on-one support, you can always book a private session with me, Isla, where you and I will work together to get under the hood, really understand where you're at and where you want to be and what exactly we are going to do to get you there. 100% of our members polled that within 30 days of using our manifestation gym, they experienced less anxiety, more genuine love of life and happiness. They felt it was full of information they'd never heard before and that they experienced at least one synchronicity or manifestation within that first 30 days. Thank you for listening to this and back to the episode. But then it's that ego 
that fear that grabs onto your ankles and brings you back into that denser, more afraid, more shameful, lower self-worth state of, never mind, this is stupid, it's not possible. That's just the density of fear and ego. It's like swimming in a pool in a weighted wetsuit instead of floating freely and easily and naturally. A person who's only ever known the weighted wetsuit is going to say, this is such a struggle, I'm exhausted, I'm just trying to keep my head above the water. And the person who's taken off that weighted wetsuit, which is weighted with fear and ego, is going to float and laugh and respond, what do you mean? This is as natural as breathing. And because they aren't so weighted with the fear and shame and conditioning, what happens? They begin to experience the nice parts of the swimming experience. They begin to feel the beautiful sensation of water on skin, the weightlessness of it, the smell of it, the vibration of it, how nice it feels to lounge so easily on the surface of water while the sun shines down upon their skin, warming their cheeks at the same time. The density that is the biggest differentiator between those two people, right? That's why when you start out feeling great and on top of your spiritual practice and then something triggers you back into that feeling of doubt, feel heavier, you feel denser. That's the exact moment I want to recapture you. That's the moment I want you to pause and acknowledge that this is happening, that it's normal, and that you have the tools to prevent a full slip and slide back into misery. I want to expand on this also and say is what is happening. This is the mechanics behind that that cycle that everyone is always going through. The reason people have such a hard time with manifesting is this cycle. You know, you you start at the top of the wheel and you're so excited. You've had that positive trigger. You're back in alignment, right? Everything is exciting. That causes you to spin the wheel forward a little bit. You get to the second part, the second phase where you've now maybe invested in something, whether it's your time or your money or your energy or whatever. You've started doing your guided visualizations daily. You've started really investing back into your manifestation practice. Maybe you've made a vision board. Maybe you've done something to move that process forward. You're really excited about it. You're you're talking to people in a much kinder, more compassionate and curious way. You're more focused on your conversations. You're giving a lot more to people you're feeling a lot better you're excited about the inevitability desires that is the part where you are less dense that is the part where you are less dense and therefore more connected to source so let's let's look at that for a second now in this moment where you're less dense that it is that density it is that ego because i i'm in this conversation we're looking at density as being the fear or the fear as being the denseness. So the more fearful you are, the more ashamed you are, the more egoically you are feeling, the more you are going to feel separate from the truth. Why? Because the truth is in the higher dimension and the illusions can only exist in the lower dimension. The truth can also exist in the lower dimension. It's just that now you have this these two competing things. You have the love and the soul versus the fear and the ego. And the fear and the ego, they're very loud. They're very um they're they're very visible 
in the lower dimensions, in more density. So as you become less dense, as you become lighter, they're more transparent. You see through them. That's that high moment where you're like, why was, why am I so worried about that? I trust the universe and I trust myself and I know this is real and I see right through the smoke and fear, the smoke and mirrors of these fear stories, right? It becomes more transparent, but then as you descend back down into that cycle of doubt, of fear, of conditioning, they become less transparent. They become more real looking. They become louder. You can hear them in your ears screaming, you look ugly and you're never going to feel good about yourself. You're never going to deserve the things you want. So I wanted to explain that as we're looking at this cycle, and this cycle really is probably one of the number one reasons people are not able to remain consistent in their manifestation practice and lack of consistency is probably the biggest reason people don't manifest with any kind of, you know, speed um, or reliability. So as you are becoming more inconsistent, you are succumbing more to the fear stories. They're making you denser. The denser you are, the more uh, real the fears and illusions seem, the more you buy into that story, the less the love has an effect on you. Because now you're saying, I see both. And then as soon as you get back into alignment, you've created this connection between yourself and the truth. Because where the truth exists, the lies cannot. And the truth exists completely in its radiance, in its oneness, in its absoluteness, only in less dense states. That's why when you get into that alignment, you're like, I don't see anything but the truth. I don't see anything but my ability to manifest. I don't see anything but my ability to survive this tough thing. I don't see anything but my own beauty. You know, all of a sudden you're able to look at the hardest thing and go, wait, I I really can do this. I really trust myself. I really love myself. Everyone I love, I will always see no matter what on the other side, they're there over here. I just can't see them, but they're here, right? You have like this. So I'm obviously speaking about my own experience, something tough that I've gone through, I can look at it from a really peaceful, comforting perspective when I'm in that less dense state. And I'm in that less dense state the more I lean into soul and love. So you're seeing this connection between how density is really affecting your ability to connect and to be consistent And that's because I can only see the truth, like the truth only exists in that less dense place. And that less dense place only exists when I am more operating from love and soul than not, right? So the more I operate from love and soul, the less dense I get. The less dense I get, the more I see the truth, the more I'm in alignment, the more I realize that this is the absolute truth, that I can manifest anything, that this is actually a beautiful experience, that I'm this immortal soul, right? And the fears can't really exist there as well. But then we we get brought into this denser place. And how do we get brought into the denser place? We lean more into fear and ego. All of a sudden, things are denser. We're giving these fears more shape. They're becoming less transparent. All of a sudden, we can't see through them anymore. And that is really what is happening behind this cycle of doubt. And I think it's important to talk about it this way because I've never heard it be talked about this way. 
Typically when people talk about manifestation and doubt, you get some really like annoying cliche answer like the doubt's not real, just ignore it. Well, I think it's helpful to open up the hood and look around a little bit. If we understand that this all has to do with density, if we understand that, wait, the reason I feel so frozen right now, the reason I don't believe in the truth right now, the reason the truth doesn't seem like the truth right now, the reason the illusion the bullshit, the smoke and mirrors seem so real right now, all has to do with how dense I am. And it really is a chicken and the egg situation. It really is the denser I am, the more fear and ego I feel, and the more fear and ego I feel, the denser I am. On the other hand, the more love and soul I operate from, the less dense I become, the less dense I become, the more I am easily able to operate from love and soul. Now let's talk about this lighter, less dense space of operating from love and soul. This is how I want you to feel when you're done your guided visualizations. I actually don't want you to even get up from your visualizations until you get to that place in the morning. This is why you wake up first thing in the morning and you do a morning foundation because my goal is to capture you as soon as you wake up in the morning You put on a morning foundation, your brain waves are still in that really suggestible, slow state. You put on a morning foundation, I've captured you right away before the denseness can even set in, right? That's the goal of the morning foundation. Let's build that foundation of lightness, of love, of soul before the day even gets through to you. And then let's continue building that momentum from there. And when we lose the momentum, something has triggered us. Something feels scary or real or shameful or embarrassing or scary or whatever, that's okay. You are human. We do exist on a planet with quite a bit of density. That is the whole point, right? If we think about that reincarnation example we used earlier, maybe that's not a bad thing that we're so um, afflicted by the possibility for density and for ego and for fear because maybe the whole part point of this soul soul's experience in this life cycle is to come here and to overcome it and to still know who you really are to see through the illusion of it all to be able to create whatever you want in spite of the darkness that exists here to say actually I don't subscribe to it and I'm not going to treat people in a nasty way I'm not going to put money over everything I'm not going to treat people like they don't matter I'm not going to use things to make my own self-worth more inflated so I feel good about myself around people. I'm not competing with anybody. It doesn't matter what timeline I'm operating on. It doesn't matter what society wants of me. Maybe the whole point of having the density here is to be able to shine and be light and airy in spite of it so that we can ascend more and more and more so that we can manifest regardless of it so we can access our powers here i could see our souls doing that i could totally see our souls saying hey coach put me into that planet this place is really dense and crazy but listen i know my shit i'm not gonna forget that i can create i trust me god i'm not gonna forget that i can create i'm gonna get down to earth i'm gonna fucking kill this me be mean to people never me attach my worth to consumable goods like a car or a bag never it couldn't be me watch i'm gonna get down there i'm gonna fucking kill it and then you get down here and you don't kill it and it kills you and you go back and you're like that was a lot harder than i thought it was let me try again 
let me try again. I have lessons to learn. I've just unlocked all of these amazing opportunities for learning and for growth and for expanding the universal consciousness. You know, I don't have that information. That is really hypothetical. That's just me riffing with you right now. But I wanted to bring it up because I think it's important to consider these bigger questions because then you sort of understand why you're not believing in manifestation because it doesn't seem so crazy when you think about it like that. Why is it so hard for you to believe in your magic? Well, this is a pretty good reason and explanation why. And I also haven't really heard anyone talk about it in quite this way. And I think this is a really helpful illustration of what's really happening here. What's really happening here is the truth seems like a lie because you're living in the lie, (laughs) if that makes sense. So you come here to this life cycle knowing full well you can create, knowing full well you are worthy and that you're actually perfect. You're, you're actually perfect. And then you sign up to go live in an illusion full of greed and, and hate often and war and pain and loss. And that's the illusion. Like I cannot lose my mother. I cannot lose my mother. My mom is right there. I cannot lose her. She's in my hands and my eyes when I look in the mirror. And I know she's all around me all the time. And I know I'm going to catch up with her. And I know she's going to wait for me. And I know she's not missing anything here. What's missing is I don't get to hear her, right? That's what's missing. But it's for the blink of an eye. We're going to be back together again. I feel like I've lost the human, you know, shell, but I don't feel like I've lost my mother. The human shell is hard enough to lose, let me tell you. But I hope that just drawing from my own experience that helps you understand what things look like, even things that feel insurmountable, even the most painful thing in the world you could imagine, like losing your mom, you know, your fucking mommy, like nothing, what could be fucking worse? Very few things. Um, but even in this state, I can still tell you that when I am perceiving the situation through love and soul and less density, I see the truth very clearly. Like when you start looking at manifestation from a less dense place, when something, a positive trigger has lifted you up really suddenly, which is a nice little trick that happens sometimes, a nice little happy accident, if you can call anything an accident, all of a sudden you've just shaken off a bunch of denseness. That's why you understand it as truth. That's why it feels so good in your body because all of a sudden your soul has remembered, wait, this is the truth. I've been living in a fucking lie. They're lying to me down there in that density. Wow, I see it now that I've taken my blindfold off. Holy, okay, I can manifest anything. Let me get back in open bar. Let me get my routine going again. So that's really the cycle that we're seeking to to break or at the very least to understand so that we can start to change, right? But what I was saying before is that moment of the density has lifted, you see the truth and then you're brought back into the density, the density cloud comes back up. It's normal and you have tools to prevent that full slip and slide back into the density, So you have options at this moment and I want to discuss those. Let's say you're at work and you suddenly feel that onset of the fear or the irritation or the low vibration, which is actually the density 
you can run into the washroom and you can put on an on-the-go, right? That's one of your options. And this is what they were created for. And for those of you who don't know, an on-the-go is just a five-minute visualization meant to literally be done standing in a washroom stall or at your desk or walking between shifts or whatever. Um, they are five minutes. There are um, a lot of different categories uh, from power to happiness to active manifestation, but they all work interchangeably. It's just a five minute on the go to catch you in that moment and give you a foothold to reorient you, right? So that is one of your first options the moment you feel that density onset. Now, if you have the ability to do more than that, like maybe you're not at work or you're not out with friends or family, you can always do any manifestation exercise or guided visualizations or listen to a podcast episode of this or another one or scroll through our TikTok account, whatever. But what about when you didn't catch that first foothold? What if you are totally human and like most humans do from time to time, you slipped completely, you got overwhelmed, you gave up. You went out drinking with friends that night and then again the next night and then again the next night and then you stopped cooking and you started ordering every meal and you stopped getting enough water and you started getting too much coffee and you didn't log into open bar for weeks or for months and you took a whole break from your practice. That's okay. None of those things are abnormal or wrong. They're very human. They're very normal. I wouldn't, uh, I would not attach any shame to that. You took a break. And now you aren't feeling the way that you want to feel and you'd like to refocus again. That's where this manifestation exercise, the clean slate, can come into play. You can set aside an evening. You can take a bath. You can do a little stretch after. That's like my favorite combination. Loosen the muscles and then stretch the muscles. You can get into your favorite loungewear. Do your skincare. Make a coffee or a tea. Sit down with a candle and get out the clean slate exercise, right? You can also use this exercise if you haven't fallen off the proverbial wagon, but you just feel like there's a new beginning you want to mark, a new year, a new month, a new quarter of your company or sales cycle or whatever. That would be a really good time when you're feeling like I, I, I lost myself somewhere along the way and I have not been feeling very good for a while. That's a good time for this exercise and also just to mark the beginning of whatever, or if you would just like to demarcate a new time, like this end of a cycle, new cycle beginning. Maybe nothing was even wrong, you just want a new cycle, or you just want to sit down and reevaluate. It's a great manifestation exercise. It's super empowering, it's so beautiful. I think you guys are gonna really love it. So let's say you've got your weighted wetsuit back on, right, your denser. You're really pounding that water now. You're really struggling to get another breath. Let's examine this scenario we all find ourselves in. Many people in this circumstance, they find themselves frozen and unmotivated, or they find themselves hyper-anxious and spiraling, but really accomplishing nothing. I want you to give yourself permission to interrupt that. You're allowed and can and should interrupt this part of the cycle and reevaluate. There's no shame in freezing. There's no shame in spiraling. You can simply pause and choose to return to yourself again. You can simply pause and acknowledge that you're in a, a, a 
denser part of of your vibration and that you want to ascend back up, right? There's all these terms for this. Some people talk about like the ladder of emotions. I don't know how effective the ladder of emotions is when you're really frozen. I think the only thing you can do that's that everyone can do that's consistent across the board that works for everybody is to physically stop and to physically do something different. Get up, move your body, accomplish the simplest task, get a manifestation exercise going, get a podcast on. I think that the only consistent way to really interrupt is to change what you're physically doing with your body because your mind ultimately has to follow what your body is doing to some degree in order to ensure that you're doing it safely, right? That's a survival mechanism. And then your wheels start to turn and your brain lifts from that thing for just a second. And just a second is enough, right? If we can interrupt that process and get you thinking in a new way, you will slowly climb that ladder of emotions on your own, right? So you don't need to spend an hour chastising yourself mentally and forcing your brain to say affirmations and doom scrolling on TikTok videos about living from the end. You know, let let me do my job, maybe. Let me do my job. Let me do the talking your brain out of its tricks. Put on a podcast episode or book a one-on-one. Whatever you need to do, you know, whatever it is that you need to do, interrupt the thought. Do a walker. The walkers are amazing for that. Put on a fucking walker, put on your shoes, get out the door. If it's cold or it's raining or it's snowing, all the better interrupt. It is a lifesaver, right? Interrupt that terrible thought. And then once you've interrupted it, sit down and do the clean slate exercise. It will help tremendously. I'd also like to say, if you have other tools you like, that's perfectly fine. You know, of course I'm referencing mine through this teaching because I trust mine to be research-backed and effective and also what the vast majority of this community are using, but feel free to ignore those reference points and just simply insert your own. So once you have paused and decided to take off that wetsuit, you've done the hardest part of the cycle. You've become less dense by shifting from fear and ego back into your truest state, which is of love and soul. From here, you don't need to work anything out. You can simply focus on finding a way to enjoy today and contemplate the bigger picture and luxuriate in your emotional experience of what you're manifesting. And I think this is where a lot of people get confused because we're obviously deeper into the teachings now. If you're in you know, season two, hopefully you've listened to season one because there's quite a bit of foundational information in there. But we're deeper in the teachings now. But when you're looking at like surface level teachings or especially if you're watching TikTok or YouTube videos of people who just kind of regurgitate other people's information, um, most of it's very surface level. So what you're going to hear is in order to stay consistent you know, you just can't let the doubt creep in. You just have to keep assuming. Um, a really popular one is climbing that ladder of emotions. When you feel yourself getting down, see if you can hit the next rung of the ladder, which maybe is hope. And then if you can have hope, maybe you can have this feeling. And then if you can have that feeling, maybe you can have that feeling. The actual inner workings of this cycle is the density. It is the living in the ego and the fear where you are more dense and the truth is harder to see versus when you are lighter, 
living through love and soul and the illusion becomes more transparent and behind it you see all of the truth that there is right all of the truth that is undeniable that that is real and substantial and matters versus the lies the fear which are not real they are just an illusion they are just smoke and mirrors they do not hold weight right and i think that is the most important teaching that we could start this year off with. I think it's something that if you consider it every day for the next month, like if you take two minutes a day to really consider that density, um, you will understand what is happening in that cycle so much better. And the more you know, the more you understand, the easier it is for you to go, whoa, I already know what's happening here. This isn't so scary. It's just the density. Got to shake off some of that density. Got to take off that weighted wetsuit a bit. How do I take off the weighted wetsuit? Well, I can interrupt it with a five minute on the go or I could start my days easier so I don't even need to to do those potentially. I could start my day with my morning foundation. I could do my daily guided visualizations. I could keep myself in a place of less density so that when I start to feel it, I'm already in such a high place, it's very easily easy to just like slug off that little weight that's trying to sit on my shoulders, that's trying to attach itself to my swimsuit, you know? But let's say you've gotten all the way to the point where the full weighted wetsuit is back on. That's okay too. We're going to interrupt it. We're going to move a little bit. We're going to force ourselves to get an exercise done, the clean slate exercise. And then from there, We're just going to keep building that momentum of that lighter, brighter, loving, soulful energy that allows us to feel so much less dense. I'm going to end it here. I want you to walk into this new year considering where you are in your cycle of manifesting, what you need to do to really prepare yourself for the new year to get into that less dense place. I am excited to see what we accomplish this year. I know it's going to be amazing. Whatever you and I do, we're going to do it together and we're going to do it well and we're going to try to have as much fun as we can and we're going to take every day of this year as a gift because it truly is a gift and we're going to focus on fucking living this year on really living, on really appreciating where we are, on really accepting that our souls chose this exact mission and there are amazing things in our future to look forward to and there are amazing opportunities for learning and growing and all the learning and growing is is here essentially to help us get better and enjoy our manifestations more. But I think this year I want to focus on, and I hope you'll join me in this pursuit, I want to focus on simply accepting that my soul came here for this mission, to be this person with this voice and these eyes and my thoughts and my kindness and my goodness and my love. I chose to live in this one place in the country, in the planet. I chose this exact life and I'm going to try and enjoy and soak up everything that my soul knew would be so fun for me and and exhilarating for me to experience while here for the short time that we are here. So also there was one other thing I should have said about this wetsuit. There is an understanding in the spiritual community that I think we can all really um, universally agree on which is that the suffering comes to be like a sandpaper smoothing out all of the ego, right? So that pain is incredibly necessary 
for really expediting the process of sloughing off that density. Seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? To say, why would suffering, wouldn't suffering make me more dense? Well, yes, it would at first. But if used properly, it will actually work as a way to take those weights right off of your wetsuit. So I leave you with that thought, although it could have probably been better articulated. I think you get the point. And I hope you have the most blessed new year. Thank you for sticking with me again, guys. I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. And enjoy the new manifestation exercise. And I'm so glad to be back with you for this season. Happy fucking new year, guys. 